Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Xbox Live episode 265, TXL Live, except I don't think we're live anymore. <laughs> and we're not. Host, Mark AK, I am your host, Mark AK Wingman 709, and um, yeah, we're just having all kinds of problems today, trying to go live on Twitch, and it is just not happening. So Twitch-tastic. We are just, I'm it's twitching. just not working. It's so. making me twitch. So I'm just going to shut it off altogether. <laughs> it's going, but it's actually slow. Now it's offline. Well, I just stopped it. Yeah, yeah. you said we were off. Because it was frozen. I mean, it was uh, the that intro video. But hey, the commercial works perfectly. <laughs> Excellent. So I guess we should change the, the name because we're not really live. Yeah. That really stinks. I don't know what's going on. But anyways... Whatever. We tried, people. We tried to go live on Twitch, and we're just—it's uh, just not working for us. But but you know what? There's a reason why we're doing this in October as opposed to November 22nd. <laughs> That's right. We hope to have all the kinks worked out. Um, yes. So we'll see what happens. Um, unfortunately, it looks to be our connection to Twitch. So uh, we'll have to do some research and find out what's going on and why we're we're dropping. Uh, well, we'll get it figured out. I hope. <laughs> yes. So, but uh, anyways, Rob, what did you what did you play this week? So this week I played uh, pretty much absolutely nothing. It was a, a very harsh week on multiple fronts. And uh, yeah, how about you, my friend? I did not get any Xbox gaming in. I was out of town all, most of the week and just. Uh, Busy the rest of the time since I've been back, so. I hear you clucking. So, it's, uh, not working. So I got nothing in other than a couple iPhone games, um, Bejeweled Blitz, and Peggle. I went back to play some Peggle. I'm getting geared up for Peggle too. Yes, nice. So, um, yeah, I've enjoyed it. I, even though it's old Peggle, I still enjoy it. So. But Absolutely. I got nothing else, man. Did you play any phone games at least? Yeah, I did some Bingo Blitz, which uh, is kind of like my go-to game right now. Oh, yeah? And, uh, yeah, when I got a couple of minutes to kill and I'm particularly away from home or something. So, yeah, I got that down. Uh, I'm pretty close to completing the Wares versus Vamps. <laughs> <laughs> slots table. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yay. That thing starting to make me mad. Very much oh, so. Yeah. They got this thing, it's like a matching game almost. That it does every once in a while and it's got four rows of four something, whether they're it's something that goes along with the theme of that particular uh room. So for example in one it's a uh it's like Sherwood Forest. So it's got these like arch archery targets. So anyway, you you know, you hit him and and then it reveals a number underneath, which is like money that you're gonna be winning. And so you gotta match money amounts. And I'm convinced that this thing actually doesn't like randomly Oh, well by the way, so let me, I kind of got ahead of myself here. So you try to match the number of mounts, and then there's two X's somewhere under there. If you get both X's, then the game's over. The matching game's over, okay? 
So, but I'm convinced that this thing's rigged because I think instead of generating the, the, like the table or whatever you want to call it and random, randomizing everything underneath, I think that it doesn't matter where you hit, you know, which target you hit. There's like a line of numbers that you're just randomly distributing amongst the, uh, amongst the, the targets. And what I mean by that is, for example, the third target that you hit, it doesn't matter which one it is. It's an X. <laughs> I'm convinced it's rigged like this. <laughs> so I'm about ready to stop playing this game altogether because it's pissing me off. Hey, hey, But I devoted too much time to it in this episode anyway. There you go. It's, it's not worth the talk. All right. Or the play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get on to our topics. Our topics. Actually, since can. you since you like uh, that uh, Bejeweled, how come you don't play that Candy Crush Saga? Um, I don't know. Because everybody's crazy. Because I like Bejeweled. Because I play Bejeweled. It's kind of like that, I think, but you have to solve. It's not a continuous thing. You somehow have to solve tables. That doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> I and just then like there's, the simple, dumb, easy gameplay. And then they have the pop, the Papa Pear Saga, which is the ripoff of Peggle, I think. I'm like. gonna stick with the originals, man. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta stick with the originals. So. I hear you, my friend. <laughs> I hear you. So All right, so let's get... jump into our topics. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's it's enough talking about those stupid mobile games. Okay. So, uh, there's a lot of people out there that are fans of NASCAR, which, uh, isn't like NASCAR the most popular sport in the country or something? I thought I heard something about that. It definitely is probably in the South, but I don't know if it, it is. I know a lot of people be like, oh, it's not better than football or baseball, but it is extremely popular. Yeah. I mean, think in terms of numbers. Yeah. I mean, you've got just, I mean, it's, it's definitely one of the most expensive sports. I mean, it costs them millions of dollars for every car, for mm. every race, you know, and, um, multiple millions of dollars. That's why they got so much sponsors, so much, uh, so, so much of that going on. But yeah, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever been to a NASCAR race? I know they I've, got a track there in Chicago. That one track I think that you're talking about is gone. The one in Cicero? No, the, it's out in Joliet. Yeah, Joliet. Yeah, that's still around. That's yeah, I heard Chicago Land Speedway. That's yeah, the NASCAR track. Yeah, the other one got shut down. Okay, I don't know. I think that was for Indy cars or something. That was Indy racing. Oh yeah, yeah, you might be right. But yeah. um, anyway. No, the um, I mean, if you've ever seen that place, that you you look at a football stadium and they're big, okay, you know, but what do they hold? Fifty to eighty thousand people, yeah. you know, depending. I mean, this place, this NASCAR track has to have over 100,000 seats. Um, in fact, I think I'm going to look it up. I'm going to see what the, and that's just that one, Chicago Land Speedway. I'm going to look it up to see if I can find. And they've got a couple uh, of tracks over there. So there's that one, and then you and I have been to the uh, World of Outlaws over there on their dirt track, right? Didn't yeah, we go it's there? A, it's a separate one, yeah. And I think we went up north somewhere. Was it in Wisconsin? By yeah, we went to a little dirt track in Wisconsin too. I guess Chicagoland Speedway is only sixty-five thousand. That surprises me. But then again, you've got most of the people like on one side of the track. It's not 
all the way around it like a football stadium. And don't they do camping too? Oh yeah, you've got the in, the infield where everybody brings their RVs and stuff yeah. in there. And so, but uh, no, it's and it's extremely expensive to go to one of those. I remember I when, yes, I remember when that Chicagoland Speedway opened up. You know, I was I was living in the town next next to it. When they first opened it up, I wanted to go, and tickets were like two hundred and fifty dollars for the cheap seats. Out on the bleachers, the cheapest ones you could find. You're sitting in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're sitting in your house watching yeah. it on TV. Yeah, for two hundred dollars exactly. you can watch it on that TV. Like Two fifty dollars a ticket. It's like wow, that's insane. Yeah. So I don't even know what it costs now, but uh, okay, yeah, so it's, it's popular. I'm gonna rein us in from that tangent. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, Anyway, NASCAR 14 is now coming out uh, in early 2014. So, uh, you know, this isn't going to be one of those titles where, you know, it's labeled 2014 and it comes out the year before. Nope, you got to wait until 2014. <laughs> and then uh, it's going to have, uh, it's going to feature some official teams, tracks, and custom cars uh, for players to acquire through a career mode. And then uh, it also allow, allow players to relive the key races from NASCAR seasons, uh, complete with identical racers and weather conditions. So uh, look for this uh, next year in 2014. It's got a street price of forty nine ninety nine, and that's all. Title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ten bucks yeah, off. Yeah, it's Woo-hoo. well. Yeah, I don't expect it to do very well. I don't think any of them recently. I don't think any NASCAR titles really. There was one for the PC that was very popular, and if you try to buy it now, it's like impossible to find it. And if you do, people want like two, three hundred dollars a copy. I've actually wonder, got one. I wonder if it's um, on that good old game site. G-O-G-B. It's uh, by Papyrus Racing. I can't remember the name of it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, um, it was like one of the last ones they did. But there's a very specific one. I actually used to play with a group of guys in when I was in Chicago. And dude, yeah. these guys were serious, man. I mean, I, I we they bring they all everybody had steering wheels and, yep. and and foot pedals, and they'd bring them over and they would. I mean, I watched people get ticked off. Was it 2003? NASCAR 2003. It, it you know I can look it up. I'll know as yeah. soon as I see the uh, uh, screenshot. But. Um, let me let me pull up an images here. If I see the if I see the cover of it, I'll I'll know it. But uh, yeah, these guys were just getting like so mad, <laughs> um, just you know over about the way the guys were racing. And yes, NASCAR Racing 2003 season. That 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 does that does look to be the right one. And that's probably one of the most popular racing games out there i i think they just recently not long ago dropped finally officially took the servers offline and people were just livid over that because well, there were still a lot of people playing it wow um this and it was but this is one of those i mean you get in and you pit your car and it was very it was very good game but it was very it's probably one of the most technical technically accurate racing titles and people love it man I mean, I've been in several games with people I know that just, and I always try to stay away, dude, because these guys took it serious. 
you know, and I'm just like, I'm just going to race, but I know I'm going to come in dead last because they knew the technicalities of how to race and everything. And man, if you bump somebody though, oh, they were just <laughs> mad. <laughs> Road rage, right? There was some, yeah, there was some people just, you know, quitting because they get mad because someone bumped them or something like that. And I mean, everybody's trying to play, you know, these guys were very fair, very honest that, you know, but, uh, yeah, it was interesting. They took this game very serious. So. I, I remember that game and I, uh, I, I tried to play it and I found it to be just so frustrating because I did not want to sit there and have to choose what my tire pressure was going to be and yeah. what, I, I understand how important it is, but I just want to play. <laughs> I just Dude, want to play. Like I don't want to think to about slow it. Down. When you went into the pit, you had to be like under 55 miles an hour. If you, if you were over, you'd get black flagged. And, you know, I had that happen. I'm like, what's going on? You know, there was just, yeah, there was so much to that. Good game, though. It really was good. But anyways, I, I don't, you know, I doubt. 2014 is going to live up to that, but yeah, I, I saw I something. We'll see. I saw something on uh, Wikipedia while we were just looking at this. So some dude bought the source code for NASCAR and used it as the base code for iRacing.com, which is uh, some kind of subscription-based racing service. So it still lives on in some some form. Yeah, it it had a serious following. I mean, oh yeah. Yeah, I bet they're all on iRacing now. Probably, probably. So, but uh, we'll see. Uh, I don't know if NASCAR 14 will have that quite dedication, but <laughs> yeah, we'll see, right? Not from this guy, at least. <laughs> Not from me either. <laughs> I'd rather play right. Blur. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Or Burnout, or yeah, well, absolutely, yeah. All right, so PBS um, alongside. Uh, uh, TV networks like Fox News, MTV, and The CW are all coming to the Xbox dashboard. So Xbox 360 continues to partner with top brands in TV, and today, or sometime this past week, they announced that they're adding all those stations to the platform. So Xbox Live Gold members in the U.S. will now have access to full-length episodes and clips from their favorite PBS programs and local PBS stations, including full-length episodes from primetime programs like American Experience, Austin City Limits, Frontline, Masterpiece, Nova, and Secrets of the Dead, as well as the PBS archives and daily content from national and local stations. Additionally, PBS on the 360 will include web original video from PBS Digital Studios, winner of five 2013 Webby Awards. Xbox 360 users will have the ability to personalize their PBS experiences by identifying their local PBS station, which will help provide them access to locally produced content along with signature PBS programs. So that's kind of neat that you can get localized info. Yeah. Um, They've also recently launched Fox News on the 360, letting you stay up on top of today's breaking stories in politics, entertainment, health, tech, and more or view clips from your favorite shows. Um, that one surprised me because Microsoft owns MSNBC, or I don't know if they own it, but you know they are in partner with NBC. I mean, that's the MS is Microsoft. So, yeah. and MSNBC has a very different. Do they still have ties to that, or did they uh, bail out of it? 
I I don't know. I guess since the MS name was still there, I made the assumption that they were still tied to it. Yeah. So I'm surprised to see Fox News on here because <clears throat> Fox News is um, not the greatest news station in the world. Hoo yeah! But um, you know, it, it just doesn't seem to fit with with um, things that Microsoft has done in the past, which in my opinion has been very skewed towards um, the the left if you will, and this is a very conservative news channel, so uh, I'm glad to see it, you know, and uh, I'd have no problem for them to put up a CNN app or something like that. I, I think it's great for people to have their choice, you yeah. know, and it not just be all, just because one executive is a conservative or uh, or um, whatever. whatever. I, I'm trying to use nice words. I, it, I'm put it this way. It's not, it, I'd prefer to have a platform that, like, like Xbox, where just because the executive top is a Republican or a Democrat, that they don't just push out just those viewpoint applications to the service, that they give both. Right. Because people of both mindsets exist out there. So let us choose what we want to watch. So I was glad to see Fox News on here. In fact, I need to go download it just so I can. But, um, also there's uh, MTV, Nickelodeon, Comedy Central, and the CW. So more and more, uh, TV options are becoming available on the 360 platform. Okay. All right. Titanfall is a highly anticipated release uh, that's coming out. Yeah. That's coming out in the not super too distant future. And uh, that particular day looks like is going to be March 11th, 2014 in North America and March 13, uh, 2014 in Europe and Australia. So we finally have uh, release dates for this thing, and they've also announced a really sweet-looking collector's edition. <laughs> this collector's edition is not going to come cheap. It's $250. So Half the, the price of the Xbox One. I was about to say, it's the, the cost of uh, Xbox 360 right now. But it's you got get a 360 a, cheaper than that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you can find, I think, with Connect for, for that much sometimes when it's a huge sale. But it comes with an 18-inch Titan statue. 18-inch. That's crazy. That thing is, uh, I mean, you know, a piece of paper, you know, is well, It's a, not just a statue. 11. Or it's a statue with, what do they call it, a diorama? Yeah, you're getting ahead of me now. You're getting ahead oh, of me. Oh, I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm sorry. still talking about how tall this thing is. It's crazy, 18 inches. So, you know, a piece of I paper is 11 inches. I taller than 18 inches. I'm taller I know. Than I could squash that tight. <laughs> With I thought your these foot. things are supposed to be bigger than life, and it's you not just, even comes up to my knee. You could pick it up and just throw it across the room, couldn't you? <laughs> exactly. Hulk smash! There you so, go. Anyway, uh, so it's an 18-inch... Uh, Titan statue with the diorama and a battery-powered uh, LED lighting system. Whoa. It's also got a, a full-size art book featuring 190 pages of concept art and a poster of the Atlas Titan. So uh, that, that, look, that looks pretty crazy. Now, I'm sure there's going to be uh, at least one or two of our listeners that are going to grab this thing. And uh, if you guys do, please, please post tons of pictures on our Facebook group because uh, really uh, be neat to to see this thing. And um, yeah, so 250 bucks for the collector's edition, and look for the game in March. 
This is uh, just prior to my birthday, so this might be a birthday present for myself. Well, not the not the big one, not the two fifty. The regular <laughs> one. <laughs> two fifty. Yeah. No way. It's not for you. It's not for me. It's too much money. I mean, I'd love to have it, but it's too much money, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So. But if you do get it, consider going through Amazon. <laughs> exactly. I think everyone should order a copy of this through Amazon. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. So anyway, back over to you, my friend. <laughs> All right. So that that is really cool. Um but uh, I want to talk a little bit about Xbox One achievements because uh, I don't know if I posted in our Facebook group recently. Uh, we had seen we were able to see a sample of one. It was really tiny. Um, but um, Microsoft has revealed that the Xbox One achievements will actually be color coded to the player that unlocks them. Uh, so I thought that was kind of cool. I've yet to see um, IGN posted a video of it. And I love how they say that the 11 um 11 minute 15 second mark in the video you get to see they talk about this yet the video is only four and a half minutes long <laughs> yeah so i don't know what video they're pointing to but um supposedly these will be color coded and um i think that's interesting because sometimes i've been on playing with the wife or the kids and an achievement pops and it's like you had to hit the 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 xbox button to see what it was or you know, who, who got it. So now you'll know because they'll be color coded. So you'll have a different background, uh, based on the player. So, and I would assume we could personalize those. So we'll see. But I thought it was kind of a neat, there's nothing really big or drastic, but it's a nice, neat little feature, something little that I think is kind of cool. That's looking, it for me. Yeah. It looks like it's up on their, so Microsoft Studios has a Twitch channel though. Yeah, but I wasn't able to find anything there either. Yeah, because I was just looking right now myself. So I was trying to find that a couple of times and have been unsuccessful. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. So. All right, my friends, moving on, moving on. So uh, there's some stats that were released uh, for Australians, <laughs> which uh, is, is an interesting uh, spot you know, in, in the world, I guess. To, to do the study on, uh, 65% of Australians play games. Single player is preferred over multiplayer. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, considering, uh, I guess that's trying to label the whole country, so that is uh, quite a bit of the population. So it goes on to say, uh, 65% of Australians play video games and 93% of households have a device for playing games. It'd be interesting to see what that device is. I mean, that could vary. Could be phones. Could be who knows what. Uh, consoles remain the most popular device for playing games, but the report uh, confirms digital games are still surging. The number of Australians playing games on a tablet device doubled to 26% in the last two years, and 47% of Australians play games on their smartphones. Consoles are still the most played device, with 63% of the households reporting uh, gaming on console with PC slightly behind on 53%. Wow. So consoles are, are, are like kicking butt there. I mean, even beating out PCs. That's really surprising. Because I would think as a whole, PC gaming would be a little bit better. 
And then uh, 76% of gamers are over the age of 18, and the average age of the Australian gamers has plateaued at 32. Interesting. 98% of homes with children under the age of 18 have a gaming device for playing computer games, or have a device for playing computer games, and this is regarded as full market penetration. Households with children are game households, but children aren't the only gamers in them. In homes with children under 18, 81% of, of, uh, of mothers and 83% of fathers play video games as well. Um, moms were noted to lean towards PC and mobile while dads were on consoles. I guess that's all of us, too, for the most part. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's some uh, interesting stuff there. I, I don't think, think the U.S. would be anywhere near that. It stinks. I, I thought this was really cool. They had a nice infographic, and I'm really yeah. upset that our video didn't work tonight because I, I was going to have this graphic up for people to see. But uh, I like these infographics. But they had some pretty cool stuff. 83% of dads play video games, and 81% of moms yeah. play in Australia. I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, that's pretty, that's big numbers, man. Yeah, because there's some cool stuff in that infographic. Let's, let's run through it real quick. Okay. So, one well, real, out. Real quick, I gotta say something. Yeah. Cause I was teasing my wife because this last week, I was telling her the other day, she said something to me that she's not a gamer. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I said, yes, you are. And she says, no, I'm not. I said, dear, I said, you've got more hours this week playing video games than I do. And she's like, no way, that does not happen. And I said, I haven't touched my Xbox all week. She's like, what? I said, I haven't touched it all week. I said, you're playing on your iPad and your iPhone all the time. I said, you lay here in bed at night on your iPad playing your games. And I said, I'm just laying here watching TV. <laughs> you know? yeah. um, so she beat me out. In the, oh, I, thought that, I just thought it was kind of funny because a lot of people don't think themselves as gamers. Yeah. Yet they play games on their phones. But for some reason, they they don't think that's a game. Oh, absolutely. And I've had similar conversations with my wife because, you know, she looks at me. I've got two podcasts around gaming. You know, I've got, you know, some com- computer gaming going on, console gaming, the board gaming, um, and, and all that. And she views me as a gamer. And she actually says that I game too much. On the flip side she probably spends at least five hours a day playing games on her phone, on her computer. At least five hours a day. If we're driving somewhere, she's playing on her phone. If we're sitting somewhere and, and she's bored, she's playing on her phone. If we're watching TV, she's playing the entire time. She does not watch TV <laughs> without playing a game. And it, it's it just it's just funny because, uh, you know, between us two, I'm the gamer, and I game substantially less <laughs> than her. <laughs> but it's just a matter of perspective. There's, it is. For some reason, with some people, there's a negative connotation to that. It's, or, I'm not a gamer. I'm, no, no, I'm not a gamer. It's like, well, <laughs> it's, there's nothing wrong with it. So, so you play games, big deal. You, you enjoy things. It's a form of entertainment. Exactly. But, yeah. So, yeah, uh, being a gamer... Compromises or composes of a lot of different types of entertainment, and it's not just 
a console or sitting in front of a computer or or in front of a chessboard or whatever. So the one thing they did say here was that eighty five percent of gamers say games reduce stress. I don't know if I buy that because sometimes <laughs> I end up more stressed out in the game that I'm playing. Yeah. So I'm not too sure about that stat, but anyways, yeah. it's an interesting some interesting stuff. Oh yeah. Alrighty. All right. So yeah, we'll skip that. Okay, back All to you, my right. friend. Xbox One is... Oh, Rob, it's almost here. I know, right? Today's the 27th, dude, of October. We got less than 30 days. Or we've got, what, 22... About 25 Three, days, 26 days. Well, it's under four weeks. Know. It is I was about under to say, four weeks. It's a little bit more than three and a half. No, so, let's say four weeks. So, <laughs> Microsoft has confirmed that... Oh, boy, here we go. Mark's getting Sorry all choked. That. Mark's getting okay. all choked up about this information, folks. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's not even anything <laughs> special. But Xbox or Microsoft has confirmed the Xbox One Party Chat will support up to eight players at launch. Uh, yay! I, I mean, I, it's some big news, but um, I guess they had to say it because the PlayStation came out and said PS4 is going to do eight-person party chat, but we already have that on the 360, so. Um, but anyways, um, <laughs> I just hope that when, with the Xbox One, I hope that those eight people can stay connected into that party chat. Unlike, we we can't seem to do it on the 360. Yeah. So, I, hopefully that's resolved. But, we'll see. But you'll still yes, be able yes. to keep eight, eight. It'll probably get expanded over time. Not that, not that you need more than eight people. I mean, anytime I've been had that many people, it gets a little crazy. Some Sometimes it gets to be too many people. So, but okay. we'll see. Maybe with the right game, maybe you need more people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, there's, you know, a whole bunch of titles that people are looking forward to them, and if, or, that are going to be coming. <laughs> oh, what happened? <laughs> so, there's a, a whole ton of titles that are coming out, launch titles and so forth, holiday titles. And a lot of people are looking forward to them. If you're looking forward to Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed 4, there will be bonus content for these two titles, but they're going to be exclusive to Sony for six months. What? Lame, lame, lame. But if, if, it's if, only six months. Exactly. Because, you know, they pulled a Microsoft, because Microsoft got some exclusive content as well. And then Sony had to do the same thing. It's like, okay, copycats. I see how you are. So they, they, they're, I am just, I can't talk today. So, uh, anyway, the PlayStation at three and four incarnations of Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed are going to feature exclusive downloadable content for six months. And, um, after that, it'll be released for other uh, systems. I imagine that would be PC and Microsoft as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people looking out for, look, or looking forward to Watch Dogs. So it was kind of surprising to see that they would do that. Is, uh, that seems to be a pretty hot title. But, whatever. We can wait. <laughs> there's, there'll be other stuff to play, right? And yeah. you can, and you can play Assassin's Creed 4 for 80 hours, right? 
that's how much you're going to play it, right, Mark? Before you need the extra content. Yeah, I'm going to be all over it. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, so don't get your panties in a bunch. The, all the special content will be available to us Xbox players uh, shortly um, before mm. too long. So, yeah, not a big deal. Um, but if you've got an old console laying around and you don't know what to do with it, you're going to get, you might want to consider if you're looking to purchase a gaming rig from Alienware, you might want to consider sending it to them because you can get $200 for old consoles with a new Alienware purchase. Um, I thought this was kind of interesting. I'm, I'm wondering what Alienware is going to do with those consoles. I don't, I guess they must sell them. But, uh, you know, the, the article here says, that uh, Alienware's trading program now includes game consoles, offering $200 for the Wii. Dude, that's more than I paid for it, I think. <laughs> 250 gig uh, Xbox 360 Slims, 60 gig PS3 Fat, 120 gig PS3 Slim, and a 500 gig PS3 Super Slim. Uh, when, so you can get $200 for any of those when you buy a new Alienware system. Consoles have to be fully functional and complete with power adapters to receive the trading cash. So, well, if you don't know what to do with those things and don't want to keep them around, uh, maybe you can get yourself a new Alienware PC or a laptop rig and uh, trade them in and get $200 off. Aren't those things crazy expensive, though? Yeah, but this is $200 off, so it's not so crazy expensive. It's crazy expensive <laughs> minus $200. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what the taxes on it or something. Who knows? <laughs> anyway. So I guess Anywho. if you want to move over to PC gaming, that's something that you can do, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay, more numbers are in. This is the Microsoft Q1 2014 financials. So Microsoft is like one of those uh, other those whole group of companies that their fiscal year is not January to December. It is uh, probably like June or July or something. It's like summer to summer. Anyway, they revealed their first quarter financials uh, for the period, oh, I guess here, of July 2013 through September. And uh, it shows uh, growth in revenue and income. They brought in $18.5 billion in revenue in the quarter. That's a lot of uh, ducats, I guess. A 16% increase from its reporting revenue from Q1 2013, one year ago which was $16 billion. This is also a little bit of a decline uh, from last quarter. Uh, Microsoft also reported a $6.33 billion net income, uh, a 19% increase from last year. So that's a lot. Wow. Billion. <laughs> for a quarter. How'd you I like to have that kind of paycheck, huh? I would. I would really like it. I would be all like. Why don't you uh, pay me, Rob? Why can't you pay me? You don't even pay me anything. I pay you compliments. <laughs> Look how handsome you are, because I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You're so stylish. Lies, <laughs> vicious lies. <laughs> oh wait, that's a picture on the wall behind you of me. Exactly. <laughs> Cut out poster. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. <laughs> hey now, okay. So uh, that's some impressive numbers, and uh, it's good to see that they've got an increase. So they'll be around for a little while longer. Right. Back to you, my friend. 
All right, Forza Motorsport 5 is getting ready to come out, and they've been revealing cars every week. We haven't gone through yeah. uh, each week, but uh, and i got to be honest, I do not remember putting the story in here. Because I put it in uh, there. I was like, well, I don't remember doing this. I've not been talking about this. Is there a reason why you want me to talk about this? Yeah, because we covered it uh, when it first started. I figured we'd keep it up. Yeah, but we didn't do it the last four weeks. That's okay. All right, so it's week five. So uh, to the cars, some of the cars that have been revealed are the 2009 Mini Cooper, John Cooper Works edition. Uh, there is the 2013 Audi R8 Coupe V10 Plus 5.2 FSI Quattro. I mean, that's just too long of a name for a car. The 2013 Audi R8 Coupe V10 Plus 5.2 FSI Quattro. Dude, can you just say I drive an Audi? <laughs> Called the Mega Solo. Audi R8. <laughs> yeah. Um, then there's a 2011 BMW 1 Series M Coupe. And the best car in the game, the 2012 Lamborghini Aventador LP700-4. That's pretty sweet. That's I drive that one a lot. I, I loved it in Horizon. That was the car I drove most of the time. So I will probably be driving that a lot, too. That's like yeah. the new Diablo. Isn't it? Or something like that? It's got Pretty that kind of similar kind of styling. Well, it's the Lamborghinis. The Lamborghinis don't change a lot in look. Yeah. You know, from the Diablo to the Countach and, you know, the Aventador and the Diablo. And, yeah, they all are, have very similar looks. You'll see, you know, of course, the diehard Lamborghini fans will probably hate me. They are completely different. <laughs> but, you know, yes, there's differences, but they still have. You know, that same, it's, it's a Lamborghini. You know, without a doubt, when you see it, it's a Lamborghini. So. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, I love the, I love the look of this car. Very aggressive. So. For I wish sure. I had one. You could just get me one of these instead of get me a billion dollar paycheck. Just buy me one of these, Rob. Okay. When you buy yourself Forza 5, I'll give you that car in the game. When, okay. when you earn it. <laughs> okay. Thanks. No problem. All right, all right, back at you. All right, all right. Now, this is some really cool news. Oh, yeah. Walking Dead. I'm sure you've heard it. I'm sure you've heard of us or heard us talk about it last year quite a bit. Well, <laughs> season two of the game uh, was supposed to be slated for the fall, and uh, I believe it's fall, isn't it? It is fall. It you is fall. Correct. It's been fall for a month already. So uh, Telltale Studios, the, the makers of the video game, have posted uh, on Twitter a couple of days ago that on Tuesday, October 29th, which is two days from now and probably one day or the day that you're listening to the show here uh, after we release it, uh, they will have some uh, exciting information on season two, they're going to re- reveal it on Tuesday, October 29th at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. And uh, a little bit of news on the show or on the game is that uh, Clementine is supposedly going to be part of the second season. Uh, that's all we really kind of know about it. Uh, we had 400 Days, the DLC that came out a while back, you know, teased some new characters and some stuff that was going on. We'll see if that kind of you know, falls into this as well. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens on Tuesday, and I'm sure we'll probably be talking about it uh, on the next episode. I wonder if they're going to come out with an Xbox One version so I'll be able to play on my Xbox One. Or will I have to play Season 2 on the 360? 
Yeah, it's a good question. Come on, go cross-platform, buddy. Come on. Yeah. So. Well, what would happen if... Well, I guess that really depends on their release t- time frame. Because if they come out before November 22nd with Season 2, I mean, you'll kind of be stuck if you want to play it right away because you get it for the 360. I don't know. When's it coming out? No, they haven't said anything. Okay. I'm speculating well, that... the announcement. Yeah, I'm speculating they're going to announce it on Tuesday. Okay. Well, either way, it doesn't matter. I'll I'll boot up the 360. I'm not going <laughs> to abandon my 360. Yeah. When the one gets here, so. And there's that other one, uh, the Wolf Among Us. That's actually not bad. Mm. That's pretty good too. Different style of game though. Not as creepy and intense and anxiety filling <laughs> as The Walking Dead. <laughs> so. Cool. So, that is that, my friend. Alrighty. All right, so be sure to join our community, uh, Facebook. Uh, look for This Xbox Life. Uh, we can email us if you wish. Have any questions or comments, contact at thisxboxlife.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at this, uh, twitter.com forward slash thisxboxlife. If you follow us on Twitter, you'll get the notifications of when we are broadcasting. Uh, apologize for those following us today. Got all of those announcements. Uh, we had several failures, <laughs> as you can see. Yes. Um, so I'll be working on that this week. Um, and we can't so, blame uh, Windows 8 for this, right? No, not this one. <laughs> okay. Next but, time. Uh, yeah, no, I'm back on Windows 7. Yes. So, Rob, why don't you tell us what's coming out this week? Is there any games? I think there might be something that people are looking forward to this week. So this week we have uh, the 2K Power Pack collection. Didn't we talk about this one last week? Did it get delayed? Or I did I just have... posted it in the wrong week? No, no, I'm... I got it as an October no. 29th. Yeah, I thought we mentioned this one last week. Actually, no, this is a different... This, this is a is different, different one. Yeah, because yeah, it's got... Okay, so the 2K Power Pack collection is Mafia 2, Bioshock 2, and... Darkness 2. Darkness 2. So the... Yeah, that, that's a pretty decent deal. And last week it was Bioshock and then two other things, I believe. But anyway, so there's that. And then we have uh, WWE 2K14 and Angry Birds Star Wars. Game of the year right there. Yes. That's all. Nothing else interesting. Nothing else interesting. Absolutely nothing. I thought there was a couple indie titles coming out this week. Nothing that we care about. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm I'm kidding. I kid, I kid. Hate mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hate mail here. Yeah, there, there's some uh, pretty big titles coming out this week. Battlefield Four coming out on the 29th. That's Tuesday. We've got Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag coming out on Tuesday as well. Wow. And then uh, of course uh, the limited edition versions of those as well. So yeah, where, uh, where can you get those? Amazon? I think so. That'd be the best place to buy them. Especially if you get the limited edition. <laughs> <laughs> buy all your limited editions through us. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. No. So, uh, yeah, so that's the titles this week. Uh, a lot better uh, week than, than the last couple of weeks, I think, right? 
Yeah, we're we're now into that, so we're into the uh, the what you call it. Yes, the holiday season has arrived. So I know was it last last week people were playing Batman. Next week this week we've got Assassin's Creed Four, Battlefield Four. Next week we got Call of Duty Ghosts. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then we also gonna have. What is coming up next week? I think that's it. Call of Duty Ghost. No one's going against them. Um, except some Zumba Fitness World Party and Ben 10 Omniverse. So, you know, going so, up against, yeah. going up against ghosts like that, that's like trying to launch a new TV show on Super Bowl night or something, you know? Exactly. So, and then, uh, we've got the following week, uh, XCOM Enemy Within, um, Walking Dead Game of the Year edition. And then Need for Speed Rivals. And then we hit the 22nd, buddy. Bam! Zoo Tycoon. Xbox One. Woo! So. Yeah, on the 22nd, for the Xbox, they list Zoo Tycoon. Yeah. <laughs> I think they need to update their list. Well, usually the stuff comes out on Tuesday. Right. So, yeah, what's on the 19th? Rivals, but they don't have a lot of other stuff. Like I don't see Need for Speed listed, and or, I mean not Need for Speed. Forts is not listed, and they're they're missing several things. But that's because we don't that they don't have an Xbox One list there. Yeah, on the page I'm looking at. So yeah, me neither. It's just a 360 at the. So they need to update that. That's right. Get with the program. <laughs> GameStop. So that see there you go. Can't even get their list going, so buy from Amazon. So, yep. Hi, Rob. That's it for me, man. I'm ready to call tonight. Yeah, me too, my friend. Oh. So, uh, you know, when we do our next show, hopefully you'll have us in uh, a wonderful video as an option. Hopefully, we'll get everything sorted out by then. I hope so. That was frustrating tonight because I put many hours worth of work prepping. Oh yeah. All the scenes and everything and then for it to not work and I can't use it next week. <laughs> I'm not happy. Right I know, now. right? <laughs> I was really looking forward to going live, so I know. We'll get then, we'll get the we'll get the kinks worked out, I hope. And then we've got a pretty sweet like intro uh that we're gonna have for the show for the for the video viewers and we didn't get to use that either. Yep. So Next week, hopefully, you get to see the whole show. Yes. We'll try. We'll try again. So um, if you listen to us on iTunes, please rate us five stars. And um, we thank everybody for supporting our show. Uh, with that, I am Mark A.K. Wingman709 taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Pre-Star on Live. Thanks for listening, everybody. And hope to see you. Get it? Hope to see you or see us next week. Bye. Later. <laughs>